Hi, I'm Steve. And I'm Tom. And this is the Train Professionals Podcast. kickoff for week one and we are going to be watching the Texans versus the Chiefs tonight. Good matchup. Yes sir. Alright so we got some predictions for this game for me I have the Chiefs winning 24-7 to and my player of the game is going to be Clyde Edwards-Alaire I'd say on his debut he's going to get at least 100 plus rushing yards, maybe some more receiving yards to go with that and the narrative I have for this game is these two quarterbacks just got paid, and we're going to see if they were worth the money. I'm calling Darren Fells, right? tight end for the Texans. Key cog. Right? DeAndre Hopkins is gone. Deshaun Watson needs someone to throw to, right? Uh, you know, you got Kenny Stills and Will Fuller. But Darren Fells is a huge target, right? And I don't think that the the Chiefs linebackers can cover him. I just don't think that's possible. I think he'll go for over 100 yards, two touchdowns, right? Be the key cog in the Texans' victory, 35 to 28. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. One of the one of the Chiefs linebackers I know used to be on the Bills, Reggie Ragland. So we'll see if he's covering Darren Fells tonight. Mm. I just don't think that the. Texans defense can match up with the Chiefs wide receivers whatsoever. I think it's less a problem of the wide receivers and more of a problem Travis Kelsey. Texans linebackers just can't cover it. I don't think it's possible. Right? I think he's their best receiver. I think Tyree Kill underperformed last year. Right? Maybe he'll come back this game and go for 100 yards. That's what I'm hoping. Right? But I think Travis Kelsey is just going to absolutely dominate. Yeah, after Tyree got in trouble last season, he came back. I had him on my fantasy team, and he just kind of screwed me. I don't know. We'll just have to see what happens with him. I think David Johnson. Everybody says Bill O'Brien, not a smart guy. Trades away his best player. Gets a underperforming running back in return from the, the Cardinals. I think he'll go for 100 yards tonight and two touchdowns right, to help with the Texans' victory. Well, I think people are underplaying David Johnson. He's a great receiver out of the backfield. Right? He's not a terrible runner. He had a couple great seasons with Arizona. He's back in full health. I think he can dominate that weak defensive line that the Chiefs have. That's true. They did just sign Chris Jones to a big extension, though, and that man is an absolute monster on the edge. He's a beast. I don't think he can cover him the whole time. That's what I'm saying, you know? It's true. I think he'll hit some holes. He will definitely have a few behind-the-line-of-scrimmage tackles on David Johnson. But the question is, is David Johnson going to return to his full health after looking like he was a geriatric old man last year? Yes, yes. He was almost crippled. It was sad to watch. Uh, yeah, they, they really should have just gotten a wheelchair out there and had Kyler Murray just push him in, you know, through the line. That would have been more effective. Yes. You know, you're saying, you know, I agree with you. 
Bill O'Brien is the worst coach in NFL history, in my opinion. Worst coach, worst GM. I don't know who owns that team. You know, I'm not a big Texans fan. But if you're going to put anyone in charge of the team, you don't put Bill O'Brien in charge of the team and in charge of who you trade and who you don't. That's very true. He did come out with a statement saying, don't judge the DeAndre Hopkins trade until the end of the season. We're going to have to see how that works out. But I think most people are judging him on that. And I'm pretty sure if I was a Texans fan that I would be calling for his head right now. I mean, yes. DeAndre Hopkins is a generational talent. He's one of the best players in the league right now. David Johnson is in no way equivalent to DeAndre Hopkins. I think they got like a second round pick out of that, right? Yeah. Uh... And uh, along with David Johnson. But still, you're taking away all the chemistry that Watson and Hawkins have built up over these years, right? You're leaving him with two or three great receivers. Now, I guess uh, the, the foursome of receivers for the Texans is pretty decent now. But it's nothing but compared to what they had with Hawkins. I think maybe Brandon Cooks could step up. Randall Cobb, underrated receiver. In my opinion, he could, uh, you know, rejuvenate his career, uh, come back, and be a, a valuable target to, to Watson. We'll see. Cowboys signed Cobb last year to replace Beasley, who's been an absolute beast on the Buffalo Bills. We're going to move on. Brandon Cooks, my opinion, semi-decent. Not that great. I think he's a good receiver, and I think he's a good fit for the Texans right now, right? So Randall Cobb, Brandon Cooks. You got Kenny Stills and Will Fuller. Two, I'd say they've proven themselves as good second receivers, you know, second string receivers, because that's what they've had to do over the past couple years with DeAndre Hopkins taking the spotlight. Now I feel like they got to step up. He needs another target. He needs a deep threat. And that guy could be Kenny Stills. Or Will Fuller. Both of them are fantastic deep threats. The question with Will Fuller is, he was a first-round pick, what, 2017? Can he stay healthy? People have been banging their heads against the wall just waiting for this guy to have a full season. Well, Will Fuller has hands, man. He goes out there, he high-points the ball. I've seen him make some incredible catches. He can't stay in the game. That's right. And I think not only that, he has a few highlight catches, high points. But the thing that he's most good at, I'd say, is underneath routes. Just getting off, running good routes. He's kind of like a Stefan Diggs-esque receiver. I think Patty Mahomes has been partying hard over the summer. Celebrating his victory, as he should. Right? I think he'll lay an egg tonight. I'm with you. I'm going to say 21 for 40. You know, somewhere in that zone. I don't think they'll run the ball a lot. They got a rookie running back. Okay. Uh, That's where I got to disagree with you, sir. Everyone's hyped about Clyde Edwards-Alaire, you know? Damian Williams opts out of the season. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is just going to step up. I don't know where he went to college. I'm uninformed on that. He went to Louisiana State University. (laughs) Anyways, this game is about to kick off, and I noticed that there's some fans in the stands... 17,000 fans they packed in here. Yeah. 17,000 fans, which is a lot better than any of the other sports. That's Um, right. Better than nothing, you know. That's right. So we're going to have to see what happens with 
each and every stadium, people adjusting to there being less fans or no fans at all, see whether or not fans are going to be able to come back. Oh, it definitely looks much more filled up than it did about 10 minutes ago. It looks like a, a Washington football team home game. That's what it looks Ooh, like. Ooh, a little, little home team shot. <laughs> oh, jeez. We have Deshaun Watson on screen. We have Patrick Mahomes on screen. Think, before we move on to our own team's season predictions, I got to put this out here. I think both of these quarterbacks are overrated. Deshaun Watson, much more so than Patrick Mahomes. But I don't think that Patrick Mahomes... I think this is coming from a Salty Bills fan who lost in the playoffs last year to a fantastic on-form Deshaun Watson. Is this true? Is there a little bit of bias in this? I really... I can say that that is not a biased take. But... I think that now that you bring that up, he did really have an amazing game. One of his best games probably ever. He turned it on in the second half and got the job done. Props to him. But even in that game, he is unable to spread the football around because all he does is look at one wide receiver and just wait until he gets open, then he hits him. He won't go through his progression. And that's why I think he's overrated. Patrick Mahomes, I think, is on an amazing Kansas City team. I don't think that he is bad. I think that he is a very, very good quarterback. But I wouldn't say that he's on the level of, let's say, Peyton Manning or Joe Montana right now. I think he's a generational talent. I think people are calling his career too early. He definitely is being really hyped up at the beginning of his career. And we're going to well, have deservedly, to... deservedly. He just won a Super Bowl. He's an absolute G on the field. He's not a one-look quarterback. No. By any means. No. He can scramble in the pocket. He's better when he's scrambling, right? That's right. On the run thrower. And if he needs to scramble, get out of the pocket, run downfield, he can do that. He might not be the fastest guy. He's no Lamar Jackson, but he can run down the field and he can move the ball with his legs, which is something not all quarterbacks can do and throw the way he does. That's right. He's not that. purely a pocket quarterback. You know, he's a hybrid, as you could say, which is the best kind of quarterback. It's what you want. Both of these quarterbacks are hybrid quarterbacks. That's true, yeah. but Deshaun Watson is much more of a scrambler, I'd say, than Patrick Mahomes. Right, which makes it more entertaining. Right? Both of these quarterbacks are very entertaining to watch. That's right. You know, they get outside the pocket, you don't know what's going to happen. That's right. Um, I remember Deshaun Watson's rookie year, that 50-yard run. That's what that's what kind of put him on the scene, I'd say. All right, Tom, let's talk about season predictions for our own teams. back with our own team's season predictions. I'm going to start off. My favorite team is the Buffalo Bills. I have us going 11-5. and five. Um, I think that we might win our division. I'm a little bit skeptical of it because I know the Patriots receive a lot of help from the NFL officiating office. Um, my hot take for this season is 
I'm going to have Zach Moss leading the team in receiving and rushing touchdowns. And my team MVP is going to be Josh Allen. Really, this season uh, rides on the coattails of Josh Allen. If he is unable to perform, then we're going to have to see what our quarterback future is after this year, really, in my opinion. I think that Sean McDermott is a great nominee for Coach of the Year, and I think Brandon Bean is an awesome nominee for Manager of the Year. Tom? My team is the Washington football team. I think we'll go 9-7, and seven, sneak into the second wild card spot. I think Antonio Gibson will go for over 1,000 yards and 12 touchdowns. I think Ron Rivera will change the culture. I think Dwayne Haskins will perform to his full potential. I think we'll have a good season, and I think Terry McLaurin will go for over 1,000 yards. Over 1,000 yards? Yes. He did have 900 last year, to be fair, but a lot of that came with Case Keenum. Well, I think Dwayne Haskins is a better quarterback than Case Keenum already. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Case Keenum led the Vikings to a deep playoff run. That was a complete fluke. That was Case not, Keenum is, is no starting quarterback. And he played for the Redskins he, last year, and he was not good. He is we a, did listen, better with Dwayne Haskins than we did with Case Keenum. Listen, he is like a bridge quarterback, I'd say. You throw him in there until you get your quarterback of the future, which you guys had in yes. Dwayne Haskins. You did throw him in eight games into the season, but... I don't know. I think that was a bit too early for him. I think he needed a full year to sit. I think he has to have a great grasp over the playbook. I think there's a certain experience to be gained from being thrown to the fire in your first year. Because Washington football team fans were not happy with the performance of Case Keenum, and Dwayne Haskins was basically forced into the starting position. Jay Gruden is not... Uh, a strong man, right? And he gave in to the the, the fans and the, the culture, and he just threw Dwayne Haskins into the game. He didn't play well last season, obviously, but I think that, you know, poor performance will help him mature and play better this season. All right. Well, you saw what happened with Patrick Mahomes after he got to sit for a year, so... We're never going to really know what would have happened if he did sit for that year. But Patrick Mahomes had a guy like Alex Smith mentoring him. Alex Smith last year was undergoing seven surgeries, fighting for his life, while Case Keenum, the career backup, was mentoring Dwayne Haskins. I'm sure Alex Smith gave Dwayne Haskins some sort of advice, but yeah, Case Keenum is a solid quarterback. For sure. I wouldn't call him solid. All right, all right. I would call him a variable. He could throw a Minneapolis miracle, or he could start out 0-5 on a Washington football team that was depleted and needed something to grasp onto, so they brought in Case Keenum. Dan Snyder loves to bring in old players who are past their prime, and make them the face of the franchise for the football team. Never works out. The football team always ends up having a losing record at the end of the season. So hopefully uh, Dwayne Haskins can change that. All right. Fair enough. I think that there is a small chance that they could sneak into that third wildcard spot, which is brand new this season. I think that 
it would be definitely performing above where they're expected if they did get that spot. I trust the Washington football team's defensive line, not so much the secondary, but I think the defensive line can carry us, hopefully, to that, I'm going to say, second wild card spot. I think, second wild card spot. Yes. I okay. think they'll be that decent this year. All right. So, Tom, do you have any thoughts about my Buffalo Bills? Yes, I think Josh Allen is extremely overrated. Oh, my God. I think he's not a good pocket passer, and I don't even think he's a great runner. I think John Brown is a fantastic receiver. Josh Allen can get him the ball in open space. He can run. Cole Weasley is an amazing slot receiver, right? And the defense is fantastic. So, you know, they can carry him to a, a playoff berth, but I do not think Josh Allen will do that well this year. Well... I do have him carrying the Bills to an 11-5 and record, which would be an improvement over last year's record. I think that's very optimistic. I think that that's right on par with what we expect from the Bills in their life cycle. This schedule is much harder than last year's, and if they did go 10-6 and again this year, it would still be an improvement just because of the strength of schedule. Yes. So... We're going to have to see what happens with them. But I think that Josh Allen's going to take another step this year. And I think that he's really going to become the guy in Buffalo. I don't think many people expect much out of the Bills. Maybe with this new defense that they've built. I did see a video yesterday, or two days ago or so, from Cynthia Freeland, who had the Bills with a 70% chance to make the playoffs. Wow. They were third place behind the Chiefs and the Ravens. I think the Bills will be plagued by the Patriots again. I think they'll lose both regular season games to the, the Patriots this year. Uh, they never seem to they can never seem to beat the Patriots in the regular season or the playoffs if they make it. And I, I don't think they'll they'll do it this year. I think Josh Allen is inferior to Cam Newton still. Uh, and I think he'll lead them to two victories in the regular season. I disagree. I know. The sheriff is gone. He's out of town. He's gone down to Florida into his retirement home. Well, if you say that Tom Brady is a system quarterback, then that system could do well with Cam Newton as well. I think that the system designed around Tom Brady made it so that their team was able to succeed And I do think that the Patriots will be in contention for the playoffs, for sure. I think that people saying that they're going to be bad were wrong. I think that that was fair when Jarrett Stidham was announced as the starting quarterback originally. But now that they have Cam Newton, they're definitely a threat. We're going to have to see how Cam Newton does this year. He has been injury-plagued and has been playing underwhelmingly sort of since his 2015 MVP season. He did come out last year, guns a-blazing, and he was pretty good. But then the injury bug hit him again, and he was out for the rest of the season. Kyle Allen took over. The story goes on from there. So we're going to have to see how they do. Bill Belichick is missing a lot of pieces on defense from previous years because they all left. They still have Stefan Gilmore. 
Bill Belichick is known for just grabbing random players and putting them in the spots and making them superstars. And they always start on other teams too. He makes the defense better. So, with that being said, and with them having the sort of officiating advantage over the Buffalo Bills, there is a chance that they could win the NFC East. Or, sorry, AFC East. I think Nikhil Harry has to step up. You can't have just Julian Edelman as a target for Cam Newton. You can't just have a slot receiver. You need someone big on the outside. Nikhil Harry has to play well if they want to have any success. And uh, Sony Michelle also has to play well. You're right about that. They do have sort of a platoon going there. We'll see how that works out for them. We're going to come back to you with the professional's advice on fantasy football. some fantasy talk from the professionals. Tom, do you want to start? I have a uh, lame quarterback in the, the past couple of years, or the past year. And I wouldn't call him lame for his whole career, but he's not performed up to the standards set for him. Jared Goff. I think he'll play very well against the Cowboys. Right? An overrated defense. I think he'll play very, very well. And I'm going to say he goes for 400 yards, two TDs. That's my that's my first guy. And then I got also my home team player, Antonio Gibson. Goes for 100 yards this week in his first start behind that elite Washington offensive line. Uh, I think he'll play well against the, the Eagles defense. I know they have a good run-stopping defense, but... You know, I think he'll change that. Fair enough. All right. Well, I got like seven guys here lined up for me. So I'm going to start. This is in order. Number five, we're going to start with Zach Moss. I was talking about him earlier. They're playing the Jets, who are just atrocious. They do not have good defensive tackles. They don't have good defensive ends. Their whole defensive line is just in shambles. And I think that he's going to get some goal line carries, a couple touchdowns, maybe not a whole bunch of yards, but it's going to be some touchdowns. Might get you seven points, 12 points if it's two touchdowns, which was would be amazing. But he's definitely going to be someone that you want to watch. Patrick Mahomes almost just threw an interception. Uh, then... For number four, I have the entire Indianapolis backfield. We don't really know what's going to happen with them. They drafted Jonathan Taylor, who's a stud out of Wisconsin. I wanted the Bills to draft him, but he went earlier than uh, than our pick had. What was it? 54, I think we had? Yeah, 54. He went earlier than that. We picked A.J. Epinesen. That's a great pick to go along with that offensive line. Uh, Quentin Nelson. Very good offensive line. But... Frank Reich has not outright just said that Jonathan Taylor is going to be the bell cow starting week one. But I'd say you got like a 50-50 chance of one of them going off. It's a big, high-risk, high-reward sort of thing. So I think that Marlon Mack is going to start off. It's his backfield, and it's Jonathan Taylor's to take away from him. Number three, I have Paris Campbell. Second-year wide receiver for the Colts, once again. 
Philip Rivers loves throwing his underneath routes to Paris Campbell. And T.Y. Hilton is not that high of a volume receiver. He gets, you know, a few deep shots every game. That's what that's what T.Y. Hilton is. He's going to get you your points that way. He's 30 years old now. I think he's going to be move on from the team. We're just going to have to see what happens with him next year. But Paris Campbell is playing against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, they were stacked with Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Boye. Both gone now. A.J. Boye is on the Denver Broncos. Jalen Ramsey's on the Rams. Just got paid. Confusing decision by the Jaguars. Uh, Ramsey, Ramsey won it out, man. But they have... You don't let him go if you're the Jaguars. That's your generational talent right there. They got a couple. They What, they get like one first round, two first round picks? I don't know, but totally worth it for the Rams. Back to Paris Campbell. They're playing against Jacksonville, who has just an absolute trash tier secondary now. And I think that he's going to have maybe a Juju Smith-Schuster type of year, except Juju Smith-Schuster's rookie year, with Antonio Brown getting all the hype, but Juju's putting up numbers now. So we're going to have to see what happens with Paris this year. And, yeah, Phillip Rivers loves his short area yards uh, players. And then number two, I got Dallas Goddard. Jalen Rager is injured. Alshon Jeffrey is injured. And the team is not on good terms with Zach Hurts right now. He might get released. He might not. We're going to have to see what happens with that. Maybe traded. I think that they want him, but I think they're going to be running a lot of 12 personnel. You know, two tight end sets. I think that Dallas Goddard is going to get targets because all of their receivers are injured right now. So I'm pretty sure in most standard leagues, you can pick him up off the waiver wire. Say stash him maybe if you don't want to start him. But if you're rough at tight end right now, Definitely pick up Dallas Goddard, and I think that he's going to put up a very good performance this week because of the amount of injuries the Eagles have. Number one, everyone has kind of been talking about this guy throughout the whole fantasy offseason, Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson is going into his second year, and I think he led the Steelers last year with receiving yards. Everyone expects him to go off. He's going to get the second cornerback on every single team. They're playing against the Giants, who just lost, uh, I think, DeAndre Baker. They just lost DeAndre Baker. So they got an even bigger downgrade at cornerback. Juju's going to get a lot of attention. I think that Ben Roethlisberger loves his deep threats, and Deontay Johnson is that. And then this week, I have... A sleeper. I have LaVisca Chenault. Now, if some of you are like me and you picked up Reichwell Armstead off of waivers, maybe you drafted him if you had a little bit of a later draft, then you'll know that he's out for at least two weeks, maybe three weeks, you know, because I think he has coronavirus. Now, LaVisca Chenault, when he was at Colorado, got a lot of jet sweeps, backfield touches. He's kind of like Antonio Gibson at Memphis. He's technically listed as a wide receiver, but I think that with that backfield, they're going to go for sort of a platoon sort of look. Kind of see how LaVisca does. He's a, an amazing athlete. He's kind of injury prone. We're going to see what has to happen with him. But I'd say put Ryquell on your uh, injured reserve. Pick up LaVisca. Then my fade is Robbie Anderson. Teddy Bridgewater will not throw the ball deep whatsoever. He just won't do it. He just won't do it. Robbie Anderson was a little bit sketchy even without that factor in it. And 
he is just not going to get the sort of volume that DJ Moore is going to get with the underneath routes. Speaking of Ben Roethlisberger, Deontay Johnson, right? Eric Ebron, new pickup by the Pittsburgh Steelers. My friend, not a fan. Not a fan? Starting off, not a fan. Okay. I think Eric Ebron is insanely talented. I think he's fantastic. I think he's a great tight end, right? I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to come back strong, right? And he's going to need a tight end like Eric Ebron to perform. I think Eric Ebron will go off this week. I'm saying maybe a touchdown and a 100-yard game. 100 yards, yeah. dude. That's that's a lot of yards. That is a lot Do of yards. Do you not think Eric Ebron is capable of that, though? He is when he had Andrew Luck throwing to him. Ben Roethlisberger has not been known to target his tight ends that much. Vance McDonald, everyone thought he was going to go off last year. Ben Roethlisberger did get injured. But really, he wasn't putting up numbers even when Ben Roethlisberger He didn't have time to get into the flow of things before Ducky Hodges took over the team. It wasn't Vance McDonald's fault that he didn't get targets. It's just an interchanging quarterback situation. If Ben Roethlisberger stays healthy, Eric Ebron will do well this year. I think he should be a good pickup. I think he'll perform. Right? Yeah. I think maybe he's a, a fantasy sleeper. Right? I don't, but okay. Uh, and also, he's a good he's a good tight end, but also Kareem Hunt for the Browns. Very. I'm I'm with you on that for sure. I am high on him. He's a he's still a fantastic running back. Had some issues as we all know, but I think he'll come back strong. He's he's still elite, right? Sure. And that tandem of him and Nick Chubb will be almost unstoppable. The Browns can run the ball. The Browns can pass the ball. That team is stacked to the brim. Um, Wow, what a play by Demarcus Robinson. Goodness gracious. They tried to take him down, and he just spun out of that tackle. That's going to be a highlight reel catch right there for sure. That was insane. I am with you about Kareem Hunt. I think that... He could be the number one running back on a team if the Browns didn't pick him up. I'm also low on Nick Chubb because of that. He doesn't add much value in the passing game. And when you're in PPR standard formats, he's just not going to get that many receptions. He's going to be like a B-grade Derrick Henry, I'd say. He's just not going to be all that great for you. Kansas City just scored a touchdown, 14-7. He was down 100%. Yeah. Go to the no one touched this. him. No one touched him, dude. Yeah, I think he was touched. Nah, no. Not the one. No one touched him. No one touched him. Bill O'Brien is upset, staring with crossed arms. Can't see his... Uh, Regretting the trade already. Can't see his mouth. Can't underneath see his chin. Underneath his mask. Andy Reid has the uh, face mask on, which is... Pretty funny to see. The face shield. The face saying. shield, my bad. Yeah. It's it's not a mask. It's, it's yeah. Oh, he was touched. We're going to... Oh, yeah, he's down. If he got... Yeah, he was touched. You don't even need replay. I think that you're going to have to... Yeah, they're going to review this. I think it's a touchdown. Because I don't think he got touched after that initial touch. Um, yeah. I'm with you on Kareem Hunt. Uh... Eric Ebron, not so much. I'd prefer to pick up TJ Hawkinson over him. He's on waivers in a lot of leagues. Second-year tight end, year in the system. Matt Stafford's a good quarterback. 
I think that Matt Stafford is going to love that big target to throw to. Yes, that is true. Uh, speaking of the Colts. Colts. Right. What, my friend? I think Michael Pittman will go off this weekend. Right? Great combine. Good receiver. Great measurables. Right? Mm-hmm. T.Y. Hilton small. Right? Paris Campbell, midsize. Michael Pittman, big target. And, you know, Philip Rivers loves to throw that, that wobbling duck pass deep down the field. Right? And Michael Pittman can go up and grab that. T.Y. Hilton is more of an in-stride catcher. He has speed. He's, a, he's almost a Tyreek Hill type, right? He runs down the field. You throw him the ball, he's gone. Michael Pittman, you throw up the ball, little 50-50. High right? point. Good for, uh, good for corner routes in the end zone for Phillip Rivers. But An aging, listen. terrible quarterback, in my opinion. Terrible pickup by the Colts. No, 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 no. Listen. There was a point. Oh, let, let's see this call real quick. Hang on. What? Oh, what's the call there? Oh my gosh. Oh. He's down. Oh, he always got there. Now, Michael Pittman is a rookie receiver, and rookie receivers never do well in their first year. I think wait a year with him if T.Y. Hilton's off the team I think Michael Pittman is going to be huge next year and I think him and Paris Campbell are going to be like an Adam Thielen Stefan Diggs type 1A and 1B wide receiver duo eventually right but right now it's an underrated core that the Colts have because I think that they're a playoff team right now amazing talent I think especially with the new format especially with the new format but the playoff team rides on Phillip Rivers, and I don't think he's capable of getting a team to the playoffs right now. I think last year I watched him play, you know, he racked up a lot of yards, but he was he was throwing to Eckler out of the backfield a lot. And That's true. Eckler was getting him a lot of yards, a lot of dump-offs. And when he does throw deep, it's never accurate. It's always like a, you know, throw it in the mix, try to, you know, 50 Sometimes 50. he gets it, but... Yes. There's a lot of picks too. You're right. He's he's like a he he is like a white Jameis Winston. <laughs> yeah, that 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 needs to be coined right there. White Jameis Winston, older white Jameis Winston. That's who Philip Rivers is right there at this James point. Winston. At this point in his career, that is who Philip Rivers is. Poor Philip Rivers. Quick ad for the fantasy uh, pickups this week. Maybe starts. Maybe you know the. Broncos wide receivers, Jerry Judy or Noah Fant, pick them up. Cortland Sutton just suffered a shoulder injury. Noah Fant especially is going to get targets now. Drew Locke developed sort of a chemistry with him last year. So we're going to have to see what happens with that this year. But I think that Noah Fant is going to be a good breakout tight end. And now he's going to get even more volume if this Cortland Sutton MRI does not go well. Jerry Judy... Normally, I'd advise against rookie receivers, but Jerry Judy was running routes in college that were NFL-level routes. So I think that his game is going to translate well into the pros. We're going to have to see what happens with him. CeeDee Lamb, for example, he doesn't have that great of a route tree. They're just going to throw it up deep to him. He's got great hands. But, you know, he's not going to be consistent. That's the thing. He's going to get a few chunk plays every couple of weeks. We're going to have to see what happens with him. Jerry Judy, Noah Fant. If you can, get them on your lineup. If you're having trouble at flex, wide receiver two, tight end, 
throw one of those guys in. So that's all I have to say. Got anything else? No. All right. Let's cut it. We're going to get back to you with our week one game predictions. And we're back with our week one game predictions. For week one, first game I have, Eagles versus the Washington football team. I got the Eagles winning. Who do you got? That's unfortunate. I have the Washington football team winning. It's going to be close. Yeah, a close game. But it's going to be the, the Washington football team up 24-20 to 20 on the Eagles. I doubt they're going to put up that many points. I don't have a score. I'll just throw one out there right now. Let's go with like 21-6. to 6. Good football God. team is going to score two field goals. All right. Next game I have, Browns versus Ravens. Hot take. I'm huge on the Browns this year. I got the Browns winning. It's going to be a close matchup. Baker Mayfield versus Lamar Jackson. It's going to be a shootout between them. But got the Browns winning this one. I'm high on the Ravens this year. Right, I think in the first couple games, uh, Harbaugh will have Lamar throwing from the pocket more than running. Right, you know the running worked last year, but I think that Jackson wants to work on his throwing. He's great at running, but I think the Browns will take this one. Right, very wow. close game. We agree. Twenty-eight to twenty-four. Yeah, that's that's totally a score. I'm with you on that score too. I mean, I, I'm high on the Browns. I'm high on Kareem Hunt. I don't know. Baker Mayfield is an iffy, iffy quarterback. Uh, I love him, though. I love Baker. Gotta love Baker. I love Baker. Hulu has live sports. Hulu has live sports. We're not sponsored. (laughs) Comeback season for Baker. Okay. I'll agree with that. Uh, I have the Browns taking this one. What do you have for the Colts-Jaguars game? Colts-Jaguars. Why'd you have to pick that game? Got the Colts. (laughs) Uh... I was talking about Indianapolis' backfield, and I was talking about Parrish Campbell. Michael Pittman, we'll see how he does. But Colts take this one easily. Gardner Minshew, we're going to have to see how he does. I think it's going to be more of an offensive battle than a defensive battle, hopefully. But I think that people are sleeping on Gardner. And I don't think that Jacksonville is going to be the worst team in the league. I really don't. Um, I think that the worst team in the league... Gonna have to go with the New York Jets. Got the Jets being the worst team in the league. I'm gonna say the Falcons will be the worst team in this league this year. I don't think Matt Ryan is still in it. I don't think he's in his prime anymore, obviously. I think he's out of it. I think he can he can throw yards in garbage time, right? But he's not he doesn't have that clutch gene. And I think the the Falcons will lose a lot of games this year. But on the Colts-Jaguars game, I have the Colts putting up 42 points on the Jaguars. I agree right. with you on that score, too. Right. But I think Gardner will score, uh, throw a couple touchdowns. So I'm going to say 42-21. to 21. Colts win this one. Easy 42 dunk. to 21. Yep. I think that's because you have DJ Shark and some of your fantasy teams. Yes, I do. DJ Shark is a fantastic receiver. I, if Gardner Minshew can target him enough, I feel like that's a, that's a key in the... The, the game there, and if they target them enough, I feel like the Jaguars might have a chance. But as of right now, Colts win that one. All right, moving on. Who do you got in Dolphins versus Patriots? 
I have the Dolphins beating the Patriots. First week of the season, right? The Patriots kryptonite is the Dolphins, right? It's just just what it is. I don't know why. Uh, they, they seem to lose the Dolphins more than they lose to any other team. I feel like the Patriots have no weapons. I feel like Nikhil Harry has to break out. In order for uh, you know Cam Newton to be successful, but right now I have the Dolphins winning close game, twenty-one to seventeen. Well, I'm gonna disagree with you. You were right about the Dolphins being the Patriots' kryptonite. That is only in Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Tom Brady does not do well in the heat, but Tom Brady is out of town. Cam Newton is in. If Cam Newton stays healthy this game, I'm sure he will. Then we're going to see blowout game. To be fair, Dolphins did sign Byron Jones. They picked up, I mean, let me see if I can pull this out of my head. Noah Igbenogany out of Auburn. I know. Impressive. Got that out of there. (laughs) He is a very, very good and athletic corner. And they also have Xavier Howard, who has been stellar. Their secondary has been good. If their secondary can perform... Maybe the Dolphins can steal the game off the Patriots, but Bill Belichick's defense is just always going to be absolutely insane. This might be a slugfest. I say the score is going to be like 13-3. to Ooh. I don't know which way it's going to go. I have the Patriots winning, so I'll say the Patriots are going to win this, but I'd say the, the teams are reversible on that score. Whoever's having a good week one, we're going to see what happens. Okay, who do you got for the, the Packers versus the Vikings? Probably the get, best game of the week. Best uh, game of the week? I would say. Uh, probably better than this game, even. That's a great matchup. This game is, is a pretty good matchup. I mean... It's been pretty. It's been pretty good so far. Fourteen to seven. Thirty-five seconds left on the clock in the first half. Sean Watson throws it deep. Oh. <laughs> Will Fuller has not He's been, been doing good this game. I don't know. That was a bad throw. To be fair to Will, but he dropped a pass, the very first pass from uh, Deshaun to him. He's kind of looked off for this whole game. But, anyways, I think I'm with you. I think I'm with you. Vikings versus Packers? Yeah. Best game Great NFC North matchup, you know. I am high on Kirk Cousins. I know my partner here is not. Uh, <laughs> Kirk Cousins. What a man. He's an Applebee's waiter of a quarterback. Real quick, I can't claim that I came up with that. I heard it on another podcast. Snapback <laughs> Sports Podcast. <laughs> Recommend them. All right. I had the Vikings winning it, too. Because Dalvin Cook has just been stellar. Absolutely stellar. And I think that the running games are going to take this over, maybe. We'll see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. He had kind of a down year last year. Uh, I'd say that team was kind of carried by Aaron Jones. What, like 20 touchdowns for Aaron? He's definitely going to regress. So I think they're going to lean more heavily. They're going to have to lean more heavily on the passing game. Got the Vikings winning this one. I think Devontae Adams is an overrated target, but well, I think Lazard, Lazard will come through. Adam Lazard is, is a uh, I'm with you on up that. and coming prospect, right? And I think that Rodgers needs somebody to throw to. And if it's going to be anyone, I don't think you should throw to Devontae Adams because he's an overrated receiver with bad hands. You should throw to Lazard. All right. Next up, I have. Lions versus Bears. Lions, Tigers, and Bears. Oh, my. Yes. 
I have the Lions winning this one. I don't know. I, is anyone going to be watching this game? <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky versus the, whoever Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford, man. Goodness gracious. Who, who's their co- What's their coach's name? He looks homeless, man. The uh, Lions coach. Patricia. Matt Patricia. I have an argument that he is worse than Bill O'Brien. That man is not smart. He he has a low IQ. Bill Belichick picked him up off the street to be a pseudo-defensive coordinator. Really, uh, Bill Belichick was just the puppet master. He, he really was. And I think that Bill O'Brien is a better coach than uh, Matt Patrician. Now, take. even still, I have the Lions winning this. Never ever, ever predict Mitch Trubisky to win a game. Listen. Ever. Unless unless it's against the Jets. Okay. But Matt Nagy, I don't think, has declared Mitch Trubisky as the starter. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Really? Fact check. Checking this out. Nagy. Mitchell Trubisky. Nagy officially tabs Trubisky as QB, Bears QB starter. ESPN, September 6th. Damn. Well, here goes my <laughs> prediction. I said 28-3 Lions with Trubisky starting. I said 28-21 Bears with Foles starting. Right? That was my prediction. <laughs> I think that, that goes Foles, out the window. I think that Foles is so much better than Mitchell Trubisky. I, I don't know. I feel so bad for Mitchell Trubisky. He should have been like a doctor or something. <laughs> really? I mean, like... I was. He was a man. He was a quarterback. You know, like uh, a couple of years ago, it was playing very well. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Oh, poor guy. Bears fans are <laughs> drinking Depressing. their own, drinking their own tears after seeing Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson go after them. Goodness gracious! They should have drafted Dwayne Haskins. They could have drafted him. What this year or two years ago? Or, I don't know. No, but yes, no one is going to be watching this game unless you are an avid Bears or Lions fan. Um, moving on. I don't even think they'll watch this game. Uh, moving on. Seahawks or his Falcons? Seahawks, Falcons. All right. I got the Falcons. Listen. You just you I don't just think, said. I don't think the Falcons will win a lot of games this year. You right? just Oh, but, my goodness gracious. You're coming with the heat today, my friend. I think that the Falcons will win this game off of a rusty... Russell Wilson performance. Right? I think he won't play that well this weekend. I think the, the Seahawks will make the playoffs easily. Uh, but this weekend, they're going to start out 0-1, and then the, the Falcons are going to start out 1-0. They're going to get a, a hype machine going, and then they're going to go you know, 2-14 and, two and 14 or something like that. They're <laughs> not going to play 14. well. They're not going to play well this year. You know, I have the, I have the Falcons winning that one, 28-20. Uh, let me just say that I think that if Pete Carroll somehow changed his game plan so that he actually uses Russell Wilson properly, the Seahawks could go to the Super Bowl because that's how good Russell Wilson is. I think Russell Wilson is better than Patrick Mahomes. There, I said it. Seahawks think- easily blow that game. All right, all right. I think Patty Mahomes is a prototype of Russell Wilson. This thing, Russell Wilson was the original Patty scrambling, Mahomes. throwing. Amazing on the run quarterback. You know? Besides Tyrod Taylor, <laughs> elite. <Yeah. laughs> All right, we're going uh, to the uh, the Jets Bills. Ooh, 
hell of a matchup here. I'm going to say this. I, I have the Bills win it, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> uh, Josh Allen's going to put up, you know, 200 yards, five interceptions, two touchdowns, something like Five that. interceptions? Bro, he only had 12 last year. That's like half of all of his. Not high on them, man. You, if, uh, you really aren't. Listen, listen. If Kirk Cousins is Josh an Allen's Applebee's gonna be- waiter, Josh Allen works the counter at Wendy's. Listen. Okay? All right. Josh Allen... Does not work the counter at Wendy's. Josh Allen, let me let me think. He works at Gucci. That's where Josh Allen works. He works at Gucci. All right. Or you know where he works? He's like a store does, manager. Does, does Carhartt have their store? The, do they have like their own store, or do they just sell products? <laughs> I don't know. Josh Allen is a Carhartt register man, who is just an alpha in every way, shape, and form. Okay, this man eats. Freaking nails for breakfast, okay? Hot take. I have the Jets winning this. Not the Bills are going to destroy the Jets. 50 plus for Buffalo. Oh, good God. It is. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Listen. It's, I have it 28 to 10. They, they're not putting up. They might put up 28 points. That's, they, a, that's a bold that, take. That's, that's, that's like... That's like... A bad Ravens game, I'd say, for the Ravens. I'd say that the Bills... That's what the Bills are. They're like the worst form of the Ravens. No, no, no. We're a... We're a... We're our own thing. <laughs> All right. All right? No. Listen. All right. Who... I don't even want to talk about this game anymore, okay? I'm not even going to be watching it this I, Sunday. I, I'm willing to admit that the Bills will win. I, 50 points plus. Uh, listen, that's a hot take maybe, but... All right, move on. It's the Jets. Steelers versus Giants. I have the Steelers winning 20-3. to three. I don't think the Giants will put up any points this weekend. Um, just said three points. 20-3. to three. I mean, that's like... I'm gonna call that many points. Oh, I'm I, saying like I thought you were relatively. I thought you were points. literally saying no, no, putting no. up a dunk. Not zilch. They're putting up three. Okay, uh, Daniel Jones is not gonna move the ball. Uh, and Ben will. I'm with Eric Ebron. I'm um, higher on the Giants' offense than you are, but continue. Uh, okay, and then you know it's just an easy win for the Steelers. I don't see any alternate outcome to this game. I think. Uh, I think the smart, solid pick is to take the Steelers, but go ahead if you want to. Not taking the Steelers. Sorry. Not taking the Giants. I am going to take the Steelers, but I think it's going to be a shot-for-shot game. People are high on Daniel Jones for a good reason. Listen, Sterling Shepard, underrated. I think I have him on some of my fantasy teams. I hope he does well, but I think that Saquon Barkley is just a unit. He's insane. He he terrible offensive line. I think that he is he's the best pure runner in the league for sure. He's even better than McCaffrey at just pure running. Pure running. I think that he's better than McCaffrey. We'll see what happens in the reception game. Honestly, I think I have Barkley, you know, being number 1 in fantasy this year just because Christian McCaffrey got paid. We always see what happens when running backs get paid. It normally doesn't end well. Saw what happened with Todd Gurley. Uh, that was mostly due to injuries, but uh, there's plenty of examples of running backs getting paid and just not doing good afterwards. Christian McCaffrey, I think, is different, but I think last year was absolutely incredible from McCaffrey. You know, people had him going number one overall. I have him in a few leagues. Um, 
But yeah, Barkley for number one fantasy uh, running back this year. Hot take. Okay, so the Giants do lose that game though. Oh, yes. Uh, let me come up with a score. Um, let's go with like twenty-four to twenty-one. Steelers okay. get a field goal from Chris Boswell at the end of winning. All right. So how about the the Raiders Panthers? Speaking of uh, Christian McCaffrey, what do you think? <sighs> That's a tough call for me. I think that people are sleeping on Teddy Bridgewater. Panthers win this one, and I don't even think it's going to be that close. Yeah, the one of the best young receiving cores in the league. The Panthers have it. I did right. say to fade Robbie Anderson, but DJ Moore is very good. And Curtis he, Samuel. You can't forget him. Uh, they've been saying he's been having a bad camp, though. Look, I'll pull it up. Pull up the report. Fact check. All right. but And then you got CMC out of the backfield as well. Right, little little safety check, right, and that's not he'll go for an average of you know ten yards after contact or something like that. He's a he's a dog, right? Great running game, great passing game. If Teddy Bridgewater can throw the ball deep, uh, I'm willing to take the Panthers seventeen to thirteen over the Raiders. I don't think the Teddy B is going to throw it deep. I think they're going to win it by. Um, dump off pass to McCaffrey and underneath passes to DJ Moore and they're just going to matriculate down the field. He's a, he's a game manager as you say. Uh, System quarterback maybe? Yeah. He, he's pretty athletic. Though. Another great game. Cardinals 49ers. What do you think? <sighs> this one was tough for me. I gotta take the Niners. Listen, mm. Kyle Shanahan is a top three head coach in the NFL. He chokes in big games. Sure. But regular season, you know, that's what we're talking about here. And, you know, the weapons on the 49ers' offense is quite minimal. But that running back platoon, those guys could be RB1s, RB2s on other teams. And I think that, you know, they're going to be fresh the entire game. They're going to be rotating through three backs. They're going to just pound the rock on the Cardinals. I don't think that the Cardinals have a particularly good defense. We're going to have to see what happens with Kyler Murray. I have him on a few fantasy teams. Um, But, yeah, he... We're going to have to see what happens in his development. Just got DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe um, not so high-scoring affair. We're going to have to see what happens, whether Richard Sherman maintains his form. He's getting kind of old. Don't want to jinx it. Love Richard Sherman. Love him. But... Um, I do have the Niners winning this game. Uh, what do you have to say about that, co-host? To think that the football team had both Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay in their system, just let them go. It's kind of funny. It's just torture. It's kind of funny. It's torture. I have the Cardinals. I'm very high on the Cardinals this year. I think Kyler Murray is a fantastic quarterback. Uh, I think Larry Fitzgerald is going to play well this weekend. Aging superstar. Hall of Famer. Uh... I think he'll put up, you know, probably 90 yards this week, right? And then you got DeAndre Hopkins to take attention away from Larry, right? And it, it's just like the the running quarterback mixed with the throwing quarterback, and he's got all these targets downfield as well as, you know, his quick feet. Uh, I think the Cardinals win this one 21-20. Close game. I think the 49ers will run the ball well, but it won't be enough. Um, all right. Okay, what do you got for the Cowboys-Rams? Got the boys winning. Don't think the Jared Goff is that good. Simple as that. 
I got the Rams winning twenty-one to seven. That is that is. Dak Prescott is going to lay an egg this week. Maybe a little bit of bias. Maybe a little. He is fourth in the MVP betting right now. Okay. So listen, man. I don't think that has an effect on how he plays this week. I think that a lot of people are confident about him. I think that he's... I think people have been confident about him for three years, and he just hasn't shown them why. We are going to see Dak Prescott play very well this season. I think... I'm pretty high on the Cowboys. I am. All right. I hope you're wrong. The Chargers versus the Bengals. What do you got? Once again, another game no one is watching. Got the... uh, I might. Joe Burrow. Oh, jeez. Well, I got the Bengals winning this one. I got the Bengals winning 10-6. to Low-scoring game. With you on that one. Yep. I think Tyrod Taylor does not put up points. And I think by week three, they'll be starting Justin Herbert. Uh, not not, not a take I disagree with. Uh, but with Justin Herbert as a starting quarterback, I am, you know, slightly more confident than I am with Tyrod Taylor as the quarterback. All right. Fair enough. Then uh, we got two more games, right? All right, Titans Broncos. Got the Titans. Titans all the way, man. Twenty four to six. Simple as that. They haven't developed that bond in Denver yet. They just lost Von Miller. They might have just lost Cortland Sutton. We're gonna see what happens. All right. I mean, I got you know I'm I'm kind of high on Drew Locke though. Me too. I think he's a big Drew pretty, guy. Pretty good quarterback. Um, you know, sorry, the Cortland Sutton is out so. Uh, yep. We'll see. Buccaneers Saints. Sir, last game of the week. I have the Saints destroying the Bucks. Really? My goodness gracious, Tom Brady is going to be exposed. I don't think that Bruce Arians is going to lead the Bucks to victory. Super teams don't ever end up well. Saints are going to expose them week one. And then there's still going to be conversation about they're still gelling. And it's just going to be a continuous sort of discussion about what's going on with the Buccaneers the whole entire season. Until it gets to the point where people are calling for Tom Brady's head down in Tampa. If there, Is there any Tampa Bay fans, really? I don't think so. I, I don't see a lot of them. Tampa Bay fans, if you're out there. You know, we love you. No, we don't. All right. I have the Saints winning 35-20. to 20. Uh, I think the the Buccaneers will put up points. I just dislike the the whole super team conglomerate down there. Right? I don't think that, you know, uh, Gronk is going to put up many yards. I think he's old. I think Tom Brady's old. Uh, I think their defense is pretty stellar, but besides that, uh, I don't think they're going to go anywhere. Uh, overhyped team, not going to do well. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll talk to you Sunday night.